listening to another rant from the Empty Rant Podcast. Multiple rants, one podcast. Thank you for listening, everyone. This is episode 12 of The Last Page with Jesse. This is episode 12 of The Last Page with Jesse. Instead of the normal comic book reviews for monthly uh, prior issues that I usually discuss on these episodes, this time we're going to go ahead and discuss my experience and trip to San Antonio's Alamo City Comic Con that was hosted this past September 11th through the 13th. Um, Originally, the comic uh, book convention started in 2013 by a gentleman, um, Alfredo de la Fuente, goes by Apple. 2015 is a lot bigger in 2014 and uh, we have a lot of different things going on Uh, as you're able to see there's a lot more activities going on there's a lot more comic book stores here uh, representing a lot more comic book artists here so it's a big event big event for uh, San Antonio this year Um, he originally started the convention um, and it's picked up quite a few years the first year um, Alamo City Comic Con brought in about 35,000 attendees during its uh, three-day weekend event this is my first San Antonio convention. Uh, the other conventions I've uh, been to are San Diego's Comic-Con and Austin's uh, Wizard World, uh, as among some other um, smaller conventions in smaller towns. Um, but this one definitely exceeded my expectations. Um, I didn't go expecting a lot, being a probably a three or four year old convention in the town of San Antonio where comic books are not, I guess, the norm. Um, but like I said, I definitely had an awesome time there. So. Uh, the next few minutes I'm just going to take to discuss my experience and my interaction with the convention um, this past weekend. I attended Saturday and Sunday. I did not make my uh, trip to the convention on Friday as I was barely leaving town. San Antonio is about three and a half to four hours away from me depending on how many stops you make. Um, So I did not leave until Friday um, or else I would have gotten a three-day weekend pass, possibly even a, a VIP pass, especially the Stanley VIP one, since the majority of my money spent that weekend was on Stanley himself. He was the, um, I guess, comic book icon or celebrity guest that was uh, in appearance. Um, and it is unusual considering that Long Beach uh, Comic Con and a bunch of other Comic Cons going acro- on across the country were hosted the same weekend. Yet Stanley chose, or his management chose, to make him present at this one, which is strange again. But it's a, it's you know, um, a comic book convention that is picking up, and there, along with Stanley, there was plenty of other um, guest artists and celebrities. Going back to Stanley, as I mentioned, yes, majority of my money was spent on him, and like I said, a, a three-day weekend pass or even a VIP pass for the Stanley, which they offer, would have been quite affordable. He's now charging at $100 a signature for an autographed item. I presented him with an amazing Spider-Man 41, which is the first appearance of Rhino from an issue back in 1966. Um, And then an amazing Fantasy 15 reprint, which is basically the original um, origin or the first appearance of Spider-Man in a reprint form. So it's not the original. Of course, I couldn't afford that. But these are the two books that I got signed by Stanley, so that was $200 immediately well spent. Um, and that's the first thing I did on Saturday morning when I showed up to the convention. Along with getting them signed, I also took the liberty of getting them witnessed um, by a CBCS uh, um, 
genuine certificate of authenticity company. It's a, it's a company based out of Mansfield that was there on behalf of CBCS witnessing uh, autographs and signatures. So not only did I get them books signed, but I got them witnessed and then they're now being sent to CBCS to be um, graded and encapsulized. Um, the point of having the signatures witnessed is to avoid the company receiving them and considering the autograph um, a defect because if the signature is not witnessed, then uh, technically it can't be authenticated that is actually a legitimate signature from Stan Lee. So let's say you went to a comic book convention years ago and you got a signature by Stan Lee and now you want to submit it. Well, it wouldn't be an authorized witness or a, an actual signature series book because the signature was not, uh, or the witness was not present when the signature was done. So that's why it's important. If you're going to um, get a book signed and graded, it's important to make sure that the company that you want it graded by, which both CGC and CBCS were present, um, you make sure one of their witnesses are present with you to witness the signature. So in addition to the signature payment, I also had to pay to get the witness and then I had to pay to send them off to be graded. So as you can tell, that amounted to quite a lot. Um, so that's almost, you know, three to $400 spent within the first hour of, of my attendance at the comic book convention. So as you can imagine, I didn't spend too much money elsewhere because um, when I went into the convention, I was under the impression Stanley's signatures were $80 a signature, which still is only $20 less, but that's $40 combined I could have spent on, you know, a key book, uh, you know, a minor key book or other signatures by other individuals. Not very many artists or writers from the comic book community charge. Another one, another individual that does charge for signatures was the other, I guess, icon in my opinion at the convention, Humberto Ramos, which is responsible for a lot of spider books, including the um, past and current volumes of Amazing Spider-Man. He was also involved uh, involved in the uh, the death of Peter Parker uh, from Amazing Spider-Man 700, which is the book that I happened to get signed by him at the con. Uh, a very small fee of five dollars per signature was collected by Humberto Ramos, and that's the book I chose to get signed by him. In addition to an Amazing Spider-Man number four. So the reason why I got these two signed was um, The Death of Peter Parker is obviously a very um, iconic book. I have the Amazing Spider-Man 700 first print signed and witnessed by Stan Lee from years ago attending Wizard World in Austin and that's also witnessed and graded by CGC a 9.8 so that's probably the highest you can, you can find. So I was lucky to, to get the signature from Stanley, but I also have a second print um, of the same book that is signed by the writer. Dan Slott. So since mine was already signed by Dan Slott, I thought it would be nice to throw the artist on uh, signature on there. So now I have a second print of Amazing Spider-Man 700, The Death of Peter Parker, double signed by both Dan Slott the writer and artist Humberto Ramos. However, these signatures were not witnessed uh, because, and like I said, I already have one that is signed and witnessed by none other than Stan Lee. So I didn't really want to put my money into a book that's technically already signed. If I had, you know, the funds, then I probably would have done so. Um, CBCS, in addition to, also offers a verification program where they have, um, I guess, experts in the uh, signature field that they can verify a signature is in fact somebody's if it was not present. This isn't a route that I could have went to have the Dan Slott signature witnessed or verified and then had someone present to witness the Humberto Ramos, but 
it's just a bunch of, it's just very complicated and it's a lot of money just to go that extra route. So like I said, I just paid the extra, just five bucks just to get the book signed. It looks nice, it's, it's well presentable. Um, as far as the other book that I got signed by Humberto, was Amazing Spider-Man number four from the most recent volume. And if you read comics, you'll know this is the first appearance of the female Spider-Man um, named Silk or Cindy Moon. She was, uh, this was a story that was retold also by writer Dan Slott. And um, basically uh, the origin of Peter Parker or Spider-Man, should I say, was, you know, we all know the story. He was on a, a class field trip and it was bitten by a radioactive spider. Well, upon shaking that spider off after being bitten, the same spider bit a female classmate um, of Peter Parker's, Cindy. So all this time, for years and years and years, there's been another female Spider-Man, but she's been basically confined to, you know, a militarized base. I didn't continue reading the uh, Silk uh, standalone issue or Amazing Spider-Man Volume 4, so I'm not too familiar with what has happened since then, but I know she's an iconic character, and she's pretty important in the, uh, I guess, the Spider or the Marvel Universe and definitely Marvel's, one of Marvel's uh, few and recent attempts to, uh, I guess, appeal to the female um, comic book reading community. So that was an important book to get read. That one I did, however, um, ASM4 gets witnessed by another CBCS rep. So both my Spider-Man books and my, um, uh, yes, basically everything Spider-Man is what I got witnessed and um, signed by uh, um, Stan Lee and Humberto Ramos and is currently at CBCS right now getting graded. So I expect to get those in about two months back and then I can definitely share the grades with you on my next episode at the time uh, that's taking place. As far as the other signatures I got, um, another one was from um, quite a few from Brett Booth which is currently um, illustrating the, um, the current Flash series that I've been loving and enjoying. Um, Dale House was the inker which was present but not on the list of um, attending artists was also there so I was lucky enough to get both uh, my flash books signed by them and they just happened to be sitting next to each other which was awesome. Um, I didn't catch Scott Lobdell, he's a, a, a writer um, but I've had quite a few books signed by him in the past so he's not someone I really I guess necessarily sought out after. I did get a couple of John Lehman books, especially my um, uh, some current uh, New 52 Batman books. Um, I did run into Bob Layton, which is a pretty, uh, I guess, um, Bronze Age and modern um, artist and writer. I did get quite a few books from him signed, including uh, my Galactus Origins book and my X Factor 1 through 4. Um, however, he was not the most approachable guy. Uh, when I did approach him, he didn't acknowledge me. He was illustrating, which is fine. I understand most artists are doing sketches and commissions, um, you know, but um, typically when I approach another artist or writer that's working on a sketch, they, they stop what they're doing and they take the time to interact with me or sign my books. He did not, however, he continued sketching. So I just patiently waited and I ran into uh, a couple of friends from my hometown that were also in attendance. And I began basically talking to them while he continued to work on his commission, I'm assuming. Um, uh, during my conversation with them, he pretty much just snatched the books out of my hand and proceeded to sign them um, and handed them back to me with, with very little said. So kind of a dick, so I probably won't be um, uh, you know, pursuing him for any future cons. So if you run into him, maybe he's more approachable to you. I, I don't know if he was offended that I wasn't taking the time to speak to him, but I thought I was doing the courteous thing by letting him finish what he was doing. So yeah, kind of a dick, but nonetheless, I got my book signed. Um, 
And oh well. Um, the other artist I, I ran into was Billy Tucci, which is the uh, creator of the She character. I only had one book to get signed by him. Um, he was pretty popular. I would have loved to get a uh, commission or a sketch from him, but um, he was super busy. Um, Brian Haberlin I, I ran into the last day and I had a number of my Spawn books signed. The majority of the books I actually got signed, uh, but not Witness, were Spawn books. Both him and Angel Medina were um, in present. Um, so I happened to get a lot of my Spawn books, which happens to be coincidentally the largest of my comic book collection is Spawn. So coincidentally, the majority of the books I got signed at this convention were Spawn books by various artists. Um, Brian Haberlin was super nice and um, super easy to work with because I'm very picky about my comic books and the signature placement along with the color. So I had about 10 different books that I wanted signed by Brian and some of them had very specific signature placements and colors I wanted him to sign with. He gave me no shit about, you know, oh, that's dumb. I've, I've had other artists, you know, joke around with, oh, this is where you want me to sign. This is the color. Um, I made it easy for him. What I do is I make windows on my comic book bag. So basically you insert the comic book into the comic book bag and board. You outline the area that you want the artist or writer or person to sign with uh, painter's tape. Um, then you... Um, remove the book and then using an exacto or like uh, razor blade you basically cut out the the plastic uh, from the window that you taped off and then you insert the book back into the bag this allows you to basically have the book handed over and signed um, and sketched on or whatever it is you need um, without basically handling the book you know fingerprints you know um, or anything like that so this also keeps the bags um, sorry the books bagged and boarded to keep them from getting damaged um, as you as I, as you can tell, I had quite a lot of books with me, so I didn't want them shuffling around in my backpack, getting bent, etc. So that's my method. Um, it's a costly one because you basically, once you're done with that bag, you have to trash it and replace the the, the book with a new bag. Um, but so basically, all the areas that I had marked off for him to sign uh, on the painter's tape, I wrote, you know, thank you, and the color that I had a preference. He had no arguments or complaints about it. So like I said. Brian Harberlin is definitely a gentleman and a scholar. Um, thanks for uh, taking the time to do that. But again, that was the last person I ran into. Some of the other individuals I ran into were Scott Collins. I had my um, my old uh, Professor Zoom or, or Origins of uh, book signed. They're the Flash books, which while I was walking around in attendance looking at the other comic book vendors selling the books, I had no idea the 197 through 199 books of Flash um, were so expensive. So. I kind of wish I would have gotten that one witnessed because those books alone are about $50 each. So I wasn't aware that I was getting this book signed um, that you know had that type of value on there. But with the new um, Flash series on CW, I imagine that's why the book has escalated um, in value or increased in value over the time. But I wasn't aware of it. But nonetheless, it was it was awesome. You know, it was um, fun meeting him. Um, another gentleman I ran into. Um, let's see, Kenneth Rockefeller was in attendance. Jonathan Glapion, which is the anchor for the Batgirl and Batman series in New 52. He also didn't give me any crap, but um, I didn't get too many books signed by him. And that's because the majority of the books that got signed by him were from when I previously saw him at one of the other conventions, specifically the Austin Wizard World convention. Um, he's one of the gentlemen that signed my fourth printing of the New 52 Batman 1. That one was not a witness signature at CBCS, but I, I'm sorry, CGC, but I still had it graded, so it came back as a qualified book. So if you ever wanted to know what the difference between the green and yellow labels are on signed books, 
the yellow label on the CGC books as well as the um, CBCS books basically mean the person or the witness was present and witnessed the signature. When you send a book off with a signature that can't be witnessed or authenticated, then it's basically the writing on the book is considered a defect, much like a child took you know, to your comic books with a marker or pen. So since they don't know who that is or specifically that that person legitimately signed your book, it comes back as a qualified book just indicating there's a defect to it. And basically that's what they do is they consider the marker or the writing on the book a, a defect. Um, Another Spawn artist that I ran into, like I said, was Angel Medina. He was super awesome. I probably had the most, the longest conversation with any of the artists and writers in attendance with him. Basically shedding light on um, my, I guess, love for comic books and how it basically started with the Spawn series. Um, and he was, he was super stoked to hear that, that he had, he had something to do personally with my obsession and my hobby of collecting books now. So he was, he was super awesome to talk to. Um, he's, he's been a part of a lot of other publishers like Marvel Image and Xenoscope, but more noticeably uh, what I had presented to him was the uh, Spawn books to get signed. Um, some of the, the artists that did cancel that I was looking forward to attending was Paul Renaud and Tim Townsend. I had some awesome uh, modern Uncanny X-Men books I wanted Tim Townsend to get signed, but um, maybe next year. Another artist we ran into is a female by the name of Katie Cook. She's, uh, she's a writer and artist from IDW and Marvel, more specifically the My Little Ponies. I of course had my children, um, Phoenix and Parker, with me on the last day of the con, which was the, the 13th on Sunday, and my wife. And um, I have all her My Little Pony books signed from previous cons, um, and uh, she has she does these little cool little um, little sketch cards that she paints like in funny. She's literally like the fastest painter ever with watercolor. Um, we, we, we approached her table with my wife and my wife noticed she had sketched out and painted a little bitty um, the Phoenix from Marvel um, and then we circled the, the convention and my wife was adamant about coming back and asking her if she can paint a rogue. Um, these are both for my daughters Phoenix and then my daughter, other daughter Parker Rogue which um, both are members of the X-Men so uh, we now have these, um, these custom um, uh, originals from Katie Cook with a, 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 a phoenix and a part. I'm sorry, a phoenix and a rogue. So those will be getting framed shortly. Um, the other amount of money that I spent on the convention was still with Stanley, but was not signatures. This was a photo op that we uh, did on the last day, whenever my family was in attendance with me. So on the last day, um, yeah, mid mid convention during the day, we uh, we had our photo taken with Stanley. This costed us another $85. Um, he was super awesome, super sweet. Of course, my youngest is not paying attention to the camera, but nonetheless, it came out super good. Um, so check out my Instagram if you wanna see that photo and any of these books that I mentioned that I've gotten signed. Um, another photo op that we took was with the comic book men. Um, that was Mike Zapsik, um, Ming Chen, and Brian. They were all in attendance. Um, we paid a $20 for just a, uh, a cool little um, iPhone photo that we took with our cameras. Someone helped us out with that. Uh, but other than that, we didn't spend too much time in the celebrity area. Um, as you may or may not have heard, one of the celebrities in attendance, which was the um, uh, Deathstroke from the um, from the CW Arrow series, was there, and um, he actually got into a little bit of a trouble Saturday night. So if you were paying attention. Um, he, Manu Benang, I think that's how you pronounce his name, got into a little scuffle at an after party or an after after party that made its way back to the motel and ended up punching somebody and breaking his nose. So he actually went to jail. So I did not see him Sunday morning at the convention and that's likely why. 
Some of the other celebrity artists that were there are John Bernthal, the new Punisher that's going to be featured in the Daredevil series. Um, although I did not get to meet any of these, um, I did basically see them from a distance. Um, Ming-Na Wen, which is the um, uh, voice actress from Mulan and current um, um, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Marvel. I really would have liked to get a um, something signed by her, but she didn't. She only attended Saturday, which was my most busy, uh, busiest day. Some other people that were there, like Michael Rooker and Sean Gunn, um, director James Gunn's uh, brother from Guardians of the Galaxy, as well as a bunch of a, a Walking Dead and Sons of Anarchy cast members. So um, it was pretty cool to run into them. I didn't get any photos with them, but it was pretty fun. I didn't spend too much money on any, um, I guess, comic books or. Uh, big purchases. I did, however, find a, a reader's copy of uh, Captain Marvel number 17, which is, as you may not know, uh, the first appearance of Kamala Khan, which is the current Miss Marvel. It's a pretty beat up book. Um, the cover's separating, but I, like I said, it's just a reader's copy, um, especially considering she's only featured on the very last page. Another thing that I got was a uh, commission sketch um, I had done um, uh, by a, um, a local Austin based. Um, um, cartoonist. Um, he took a blank cover I had for a, an Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows number one book um, and he basically took to that and um, Kevin Chin, you can find him on Instagram, Kevin Chin Art, no spaces. He did an awesome rendition of um, basically the old Amazing Spider-Man marriage um, with Spider-Man and Mary Jane depicted on the cover and I asked him to replace Mary Jane with Spider-Gwen. It's a bit too cartoony for my taste, but like I said, I was looking for something, you know, affordable and awesome. And he did an amazing job. It's just not something I normally get. But like I said, I'm, I'm super pleased with it. So it was awesome. Other than that, we didn't spend too much money in the, uh, some money or time in like the cosplays or anything like that. I took a, f a few pictures with some of my friends that were cosplaying, but I really don't go to the conventions to seek out cosplayers. So I didn't really want to spend my time or money with them. Nonetheless, it was an awesome weekend. I look forward to the next one. Hopefully my family will go with me again next time. Um, my highlight of the con was the Stanley panel. Stanley did an awesome panel, which lasted about 45 minutes. It was basically a Q&A with um, uh, persons or people in, uh, in attendance, and they got to ask him questions. Um, there were a couple of stupid ones, you know, like what's your favorite uh, character? You know, what's your favorite um, you know anything favorite which he's he's completely opposed to answering and, and qu quite obviously why he's not going to be subjective to you know his work but um one of the questions he was asked was what was your favorite cameo in the mcu film um of course he said every one of them um he obviously mentioned that he would like bigger or longer scenes this led into him revealing that he um that he he's already shot his uh, cameo scene for the x-men apocalypse film and correct me if I'm wrong, but this was basically an exclusive and the first time uh, anywhere that he conveyed this information. While he was talking about it, his manager that was near him was trying to get him to be quiet. And the, uh, the young lady that was assisting him with the Q&A tried to get him to be quiet too. But uh, he basically shut them up. So um, yeah, so yeah, uh, Stan Lee is going to be appearing in cameo in the Fox um, X-Men Apocalypse film, which, like I said, I'm pretty sure was the first time um, it has been confirmed. So I'm extremely looking forward to that. He's pretty stoked about it. He mentioned that there's going to be something, somebody in the cameo with him that is very, I guess, well-known or um, um, an awesome guest star. So I'm looking forward to finding out what that cameo is. 
other than that he did some he had some awesome knowledge about you know where you know where he thought you know he would be at in a few years and how he got into the comic book industry etc so he's he's a really funny and um playful and charismatic guy so if you can ever get into a panel just to listen to him speak for even 10 minutes i i highly suggest you do like i said that was definitely the highlight of my convention more so than getting the signatures and taking a photo with him because I got to actually hear him, not necessarily interact with him, but uh, basically a lot of the good questions were questions I would have had for him anyway. So it's nice to get that information from him and uh, basically see him interact with his fans. Um, overall, it was a good weekend. Like I said, I do look forward to going to the next one. I probably will not attend any other cons or conventions until probably a local Austin or, or San Antonio based one. There is an Austin Wizard World convention approaching, but the lineup looks very I guess minimal, so I'll be passing that one, especially with the amount of money that I've spent on this recent one. While it was fun to get a glimpse of Flash Gordon himself, Sam Jones, and Judith Hogue from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fame, it was the family atmosphere that made the con the place to be. So, you got the kids cosplaying already. They look like they should be in school. <laughs> They're not here. <laughs> These aren't the droids you're looking for. Matters to me is my guests are having fun, and uh, the people are having fun, and that's what matters. So yeah, that's my trip to Alamo City Comic Con's uh, San Antonio Comic Book Convention. That was September 11th through the 13th at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center in San Antonio, Texas. Um, I had an awesome time. I look forward to next year's. If you have any questions, just hit me up on the email. That's lastpagecomics at gmail.com. I pretty much tweeted out my whole you know, interaction and, and what I could from uh, Twitter. So you can find me there at lastpage underscore comics. I don't have an Instagram for the comic book podcast, but I do have a personal one. You could always find me at, at Woodard underscore Bird. That's W-O-O-D-A-R-D underscore Bird, B-I-R-D. Um, that's where you're going to see majority of the photos that I took from the convention and etc. You can see the books I got signed, the cosplay artists um, that I ran into, and anything else. So check me out there. Give, hit me up with any questions or comments. Um, let me know what the last convention you went to was. and Let me know what the one you have planning on going to is. I'll definitely do a follow-up uh, video with the books that I get back from CBCS. Let's see what kind of grades I get from then. Until next time, this is Jesse with The Last Page with Jesse, presented by Empty Rant Podcast. Be sure to check those out at EmptyRant.com. And thanks for listening. <laughs>